Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Interesting development as we start to record this, Thomas Price. Go on. Well, I mean, it's not that interesting, actually, and it'll be two days out of date by the time this comes out, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Bang up to date here on Cabin Fever. The news is Easter is going to be warm. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I was just really thinking about the older implications of this. Look, clearly what's happening is the new six people socialising thing it means yeah. we're, we're heading into lockdown again, aren't we? Like, oh, don't it's, say it's a not very cleverly disguised way of going... It's oh, a, we'll just try this. Oh, that's not worked. Oh, we'll just try that. You know, it's very, yeah. uh, it's very sort of soft parenting, isn't it? Trying to trick us into thinking we're not going back into lockdown, right? But the thing is, here's the thing, Tom. When we're in full lockdown, traditionally this podcast's on every day. Oh, that's when it gets really good. That's when things really kick on. So, in many ways, it's very good news for this podcast. So, thank it's, you, yeah, the government. Historically, we've done it daily during a, during a pandemic lockdown, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so if if just to be absolutely clear, if we go into full lockdown again, we'll go daily. I mean, to be honest, Dave, considering there are local lockdowns in places like Bolton, maybe we should do this daily in Bolton. But I'm not sure how much the people of Bolton <laughs> listen to. Cabin I'm not Fever. also sure how we target it only at Bolton. Yeah, two Londoners. Uh, hello, Bolton. Um, <laughs> well, no, I didn't. Mean, I didn't mean that. I just meant. I just meant technically. How do we only release it in Bolton? Oh, uh, I'm not sure how we I'm would from, do that. I'm from bloody Manchester, mate. Bolton's my ends. Yeah, I'm from South Wales, mate. I'm, I keep it very real, as you can hear. Yes, yes, you're the least Welsh Welsh of them of the all. Who keeps it the realest out of both of us, Dave? That's a big question, isn't it? Well, I'd, honestly, you've answered the, your own question by using the phrase, keeps it the realest. I keeps, so I keeps it the realest. You've immediately discounted yourself. I keeps you, it the realest. <laughs> it's wicked to keep it real. <laughs> it, is, it is sick, isn't it? Oh, that, and even that's dated now, isn't it? My, my son Absolutely says Absolutely sick. sick. He says now, sort sick. Of six come back round now, hasn't it? Well, yeah, it works for the pandemic, doesn't it, I suppose? It's sort of timely. <laughs> Topical. Um, so, yeah, when, when everyone gets sick again, we'll, it'll be sick news for fans of cabin fever great well i'm glad we i'm glad we addressed that yeah border tide talking about oh yeah not that one for a while hasn't it that's no. that a tired even though it's 5 p.m i'm recording this i've just been a bit on the old tireds today can i just uh, re- reveal a little bit of what's been going on behind the scenes of cabin fever i um, mm. earlier on you said you were going to the gym dave and i'd love to know how was the gym for you solid 30 minutes that's all i did but yep. it was good and now my shoulders feel a bit achy Right. What what were you doing? Were you doing cardio or were you making those muscles even even bigger and ripplier? I'm not a man for cardio, Tom, I'll be honest. Right. So so here's my thing about cardio. I get it. Yeah. But I think I do think you I know you run, but I just I think you'll also sympathize with this point of view. That I get so fucking bored doing cardio in the same way that I get bored basically doing anything because of my like probably undiagnosed ADHD. Yeah. But 10 minutes into running or anything like that i just feel like oh i'm done with this i'm, I'm bored i need new stuff all the time so i do really? like, b- 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 bits yeah so i don't mind doing so oh here's a, here's a new would you like to know my latest investment 
Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, remember I was... if I've told you about this in the oh, podcast. Yeah. No, go on. I've got back into swimming a bit, Tom. Have you? Bought yourself some goggles? The acceptable face of cardio. I've already had goggles, mate. Um, prescription goggles. Got some new speedos, have you? I know you're a big fan of the speedos. You're a bit of a speedophile. What's your... Uh, <laughs> good, you really laboured your way towards that, didn't you? <laughs> Took us on a walk there. Come on, hold my hand. It's worth it. Oh, no, um, no, I have invested in... A pool. You uh, bought a fucking pool. A swimming pool. No, no. I, I mean, the thing is, you don't need a swimming pool in your house when your local leisure centre is the Olympic Aquatic Centre, do you? Like, that's my... All my local sports centres are Olympic standard, just by virtue of the fact that... Yeah, that there is a leisure centre that has Olympians turning up, but Mr. Britus on the door. Or just, like, really <laughs> low-end leisure centre stuff. Like, when the Olympiads, Olympians rather turned up, did they have to make sure they had a quid? For the yeah, uh, quid for the lockers. For the lockers. <laughs> Tie your little key around your wrist. <laughs> it is honestly very like that though. Now it's very efficient and it's very local leisure centre, like I the way it's that. run. I love that. And they've got these diving boards that are higher than a building, and there's people diving off and doing incredible things, but with their key, key around their wrist. That's brilliant. <laughs> well, I just want to know what happens because Tom Daly still trains there, by all accounts. Oh, really? I've, I've never actually seen him there, but yeah, that's that's his sort of that's because I guess they've got a good diving board or something because of the Olympics. Mm. But I want to know what happens when he turns up. Does he have to go through all the same rigmarole I have to go to him? The barriers and the card and the card barcodes, mate. What about oh, the barcodes? barcodes? Yeah, and does he have to go in the same grisly? changing rooms you know you know is there anything worse right dave and this is something you haven't done yet but you will getting changed in a in a swimming pool changing room with with hot water on the floor call it what it is piss i'm gonna i'm gonna call it straight away your kids standing there almost certainly adding to the piss dropping their socks that they're trying to put on into the piss getting on their hands and knees to find the sock in the piss having a sort of second post swim swim in piss oh no yeah and then and then there's usually a tissue as well which sort of sneaks in between your toes oh. we haven't been back since lockdown's eased and i'm not sure we're going to make it back in until until after lockdown two to be honest because it right. is it is just it's just the bleakest thing what i do is like i don't know about you but i crunch my feet up you know so not all of my soul is touching the floor sure yes, yes i know exactly what you mean yeah i do that quite often on the beach as well when it's a bit pebbly and a bit yes. spiky yeah just crunching the soul yeah. anyway i've bought tom a uh i don't know how you describe it but the best way of describing it is an, an underwater uh mp3 player <laughs> have you yeah yeah let me talk you through it it's right. it's a small square like a tiny square the size of Hmm. I'm not very good at finding relatable things, but you know, it's sort of the size of an AirPods case. Right. Is it sort of the size of an MP3 player? No, no, no. It's much smaller. This is the whole oh, point okay. of it. So, you know, little, the, like, you know, the little case, the AirPods come yeah. in, that sort of size. It's probably a little bit smaller. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a little clip on the back of it and you clip it to the back of your goggles. Oh, what? But and hang then, on. What about the headphones? How do you get headphones on in the pool? Well, let me talk you through the next step. And there are specific uh, waterproof headphones that come with it Mm. that uh, have a very short lead. So it literally goes from the back of your head to your ears Mm. and it clips over the front of your ears, a little plastic bit around the back, like like your nan with the glasses, you know? Yeah, I know exactly that, my nan with the glasses. And what is your go-to? What are the best and worst songs to listen to? whilst you're actually swimming because i've never that's not something i've ever done presumably you want jaws in there straight away to up your speed so no songs thus far tom Uh, my swims have been entirely uh soundtracked by uh do you know these podcasts 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 yeah no yeah so um i I bought one specifically where i could just go on to 
on Spotify or something and just select a podcast. Because the thing is with MP3 players, you remember this from the 2000s, mm. fucking faff in it. Plug it into your computer, thing mm. that, find the thing you want, drag it across, wait for it to update. It's an error. Oh, is there, a, of, is there a better way around that now? I didn't know. Yes, yeah, so I've just was... got, it's basically like an iPhone. It's just, it's just, you just go onto the app on the thing and you search oh. for the thing. Oh yeah, that's very well described, Dave. It's a shame you don't do the presentations every year for Apple, standing there in your slacks. You just go on the thing, pop it in the thing, and then it's on the thing. Wow, that's Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks so much. Great. You mock me, but you know exactly what I mean, don't you? I'm really got. There is no. There is no. No, absolutely no room for error there. Like you know exactly what I've described. I would be more tempted to get an old iPod, stick some gaffer tape on it and a plastic bag around it and go for the best. Do you know what I mean? So Just this jump is what, in. This is what a lot of the things when you search for underwater iPods or MP3 players on yeah. Amazon, it, that's the title of it. It's like underwater MP3 player, small yes. case, case. And then yes. it's just basically <laughs> a plastic thing to wrap around your phone. <laughs> like, like there's so many problems, obviously, the headphones and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yes. And that, uh, do you know what I discovered on my journey? Bluetooth doesn't work underwater. And it's the sort of thing that no. makes sense, but I'd never thought about because it can't travel through water. So does that mean... Well, that works for me, Dave, because I swim... I like to do a breaststroke when I swim. I don't really put my head underwater when I swim. I'm a very, very bad swimmer. Yeah. So I... My head is... That's Genuinely, that's the noise I make. Sure, sure, sure. So you'd have a podcast going on like, hello and welcome to Serial. I'm, or, you know, it's... I'm a good topical, the topical yeah, podcast reference I'm there. Glass or whatever. You know, I'm trying to think of podcast cliches, right? And, but instead of hearing that, you just hear... Sure. Because that's how I swim. So I wouldn't mm. be so worried about the Bluetooth thing. That's not a concern. Well, you will be because you'll, you'll follow my chain of thought now. Because obviously for the Bluetooth you need... So I thought about getting some underwater Bluetooth headphones... And then Tom Price connecting mm. them to my Apple Watch, oh, which would have the, the music on it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, of course, because the Apple Watch is, is already, it's waterproof, isn't it, the new Apple Watch? It's, it's waterproof and it's blue, and it's got, you can put music on it. And all, it, it, it ticks every single box except the fact that you have to swim with your arm, your left arm out of the water. So <laughs> tricky. Like you're doing a shit Jaws impression. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're constantly drowning. Um, wow. So there you go. That's, 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 that's this month's purchase. I actually bought it about three weeks ago, Tom. It just shows that how, how exciting our lives have been. That it's come till now to, well, to uh, tell you about the it. The podcast has been absolutely chocker, hasn't it, with great content. And yes. we finally got around to talking about your new um, your new headphones. By the way, a new, new uh, I should say, MP3 player. Uh, do you know where the word Bluetooth comes from? Do you know this fact? I know this is, this is a bit pub quiz bore, but it's a good one. No, I don't think I do. Oh, fantastic. That means I can uh, mansplain to you where it's from. Um, if I told you, right, uh, that it was from a king, would you believe me? Well, so uh, do you know what? I would believe you because right. there was like an old, old king. Mm. Harold. With the name Bluetooth. Harold, Harold Bluetooth. Denmark, Harold maybe? Bluetooth. Gormson. 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 Harold Bluetooth Gormson. Scandinavia way, right? Yeah, Denmark and Norway, mate. He was a king of Denmark and Norway. He was the son of King Gorm the Old. Oh, yeah. yeah. Old, old Gormy. Old Gormy. And uh, Harold ruled as king of Denmark from 958 to 986. Stay with me. I will. Right, hang on one sec. I've clicked on the wrong... I've clicked on the image now on the, on Wikipedia, so I've gone through to the image. <laughs> he, he looks like a Harold. Right. Uh, now, the reason... 
um, that it connects to Bluetooth is because the Bluetooth wireless specification design was named after him in 1997, right? Okay, because yeah. um, the technology would unite devices in the same way Harold Bluetooth united the tribes of Denmark into a single kingdom because he united wow. the tribes of Denmark, right? And so they named Bluetooth after him. The question is, could he have united those tribes underwater? Possibly not. No, absolutely not. They would have all been swimming with one arm out of the pool. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh, it's a shame they didn't call it the Harold, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. Harold my phone to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my Harold's not working. Linking God, it with the Harold. why does Harold never work that well? It's so annoying. <laughs> How much battery does Harold use up? Yeah, a lot, man. A lot. Do you know what? I'll tell you what, though, and this is, uh, let's let's end the boring chat in a minute and, and move on to the remainder of the podcast, which is just more boring chat. Yeah, sure. But, um... T- Bluetooth, I'd say on the whole, like we both remember the times when Bluetooth was an absolute fucking nightmare and basically was not worth having. Yeah. But now, it's actually a very stable technology, Tom. That's what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, ads now, ads! It's too early for ads. Oh no, shit, minute. we're still going. Oh God, oh God. It's like we've looked up thinking we we're at the end of the pool, but we've still got a whole length to go. I just thought this. So basically, I got in my car the other day, popped the phone down, and I just thought, do you know what? This Bluetooth isn't going to work for shit. Straight away, connected, boom, done. Like, there's no there's no faffing about that there was in the old days. Do you think we'll say that to our kids one day when they're older? Like, oh, you know, sure, you're living in uh, climate chaos, and sure, Brexit's still going on. But in my day, Bluetooth, very tricky. Yes, exactly. Very battery consuming as well. Because it used to drain the battery really badly. And and Bluetooth devices always obviously with the little blue light. Mm. And it was yeah, it was it was never that good. But nowadays, Dave, it's an absolute game changer, mate. Okay. I where would we be without Bluetooth, Dave? Where would we be? Well, quite well, exactly that. Well, I presume it'd be a a a, a more progressive technology by the time we're sending our grandkids, yeah. which presumably will be named after somebody that's unites us all after this Brexit fallout all finishes. You know, oh my so God. whoever's whoever's the next person to come along, yeah. Uh, Lizzo, probably someone like that. It'll just be it'll be a Lizzo. Lizzo, someone that we can all get behind. A li- a yeah, li- who's a Lizzo? Lizzo, off of the pop music. Uh, right, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I know you mean cultural phenomenon. Yeah, but I just feel like Lizzo unites unites us, you know. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I, I mean, the important thing is that I hear that I definitely know. How are you spelling Lizzo? L I Z Z O. Yeah, American singer, mate. American singer. So, <laughs> born in Detroit, Lizzo, in 1988, Dave, 1988. There you go. Yeah, we all, we all know who Lizzo is. Um, how many followers has Lizzo got on Twitter? That's my question. Ah, uh, 32 million. Oh, it's her. She's awesome. I like her. Uh, 1.5 1. million. Not that many. Not that many. Not that many. Yeah. Not that many more. Than, uh, than Cabin Fever. Would you like to hear if we've had some uh, interesting tweets, Dave, over the week? Oh, lovely. Um, hello to Tombo. Evening, chaps. I've been thinking of things uh, I won't go back to. We were talking about that last week. Things you won't go back to after Corona. <laughs> you said that like you were uh, doing a little recap for the listeners. Like, yeah. we were talking about this thing, but actually what you were doing was reminding me, weren't you? Reminding you, Dave, completely. <laughs> I, no, at no point during the making of this podcast at any stage have I thought about the listeners. Uh, and I'm going to say putting socks on as a standard part of the morning ritual. Oh, they yes, are now Tombo. special occasions only. Yeah, oh, oh, that's that's going to be the new thing. People go, oh, look at you, socks. Hello, Popped your socks on, have Hello, you? Hello, Mister. Hello, Tombo socks. Someone's uh, on a hot date. That's I genuinely, 
wore jeans for the first time since since March on Saturday. Oh God, how was it? It's t- awful, res- aren't they? Restricting, Tom's restricting. Yeah. yeah, they're leg girdles. Oh, I just like and jeans are supposed to be the comfy casual trouser as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, not in t- well, not when they invented the uh, the, the skin tight jean. That was just well, no, exactly torture. That was uh, yeah, awful, awful moment. Uh, but I completely, I mean, yeah, Tombo, you're absolutely right. The other thing I do is um, I get a pair of uh, socks out of the drawer and think, well, maybe I'll put this on downstairs. So then I'll, I'll go downstairs in my shorts and my T-shirt with the socks nearby in case we're going to yeah. go out, right? And then I'll pop the socks on the table, get yeah. on with them, things will happen, distractions yeah. will take place. My kids, for example, is a good example of a distraction. Um, and then, in that time, my wife will see the socks on the table, think they need to be tidied up, and she will have taken the socks on the table and put them back in the drawer upstairs. Uh, and that, yeah, Dave, good. happens again and again and again. Well, look, this is where you should be grateful that you are in a happy uh, domestic relationship because mm. what happens to me is I do that continuously but the socks just get left there because there's nobody to pick them up and put them back in the drawer so I just have an ever-increasing pile of socks which I then inevitably mistake for a dirty pile of socks yeah. put them in the washing machine oh, and the cycle starts again so ecologically it's very damaging to walk around the house with socks on also exactly. very damaging for a date Dave to get someone back in the flat and then she's like what's with the pile of socks on the table there's yeah. a little sock Everest I've got there yeah <laughs> something I've done um, John Armstrong said uh, I'm not going back to the pub quiz I meet my team on Zoom to answer Jay's virtual quiz with his sound turned down easier for us to talk the beer is cheaper and no cue for the loo no cue for the loo tra la 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 yeah Actually, now it is time to play the adverts and then we're going to get Cornelius on back mm. for the first time in weeks right um, and uh, we have a, a pub quiz anecdote to tell you Oh, what a oh, link! That's... And it's quite exciting, actually. There's, 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 I'd say, a challenge afoot for the, for anyone listening to this podcast oh, really? to come up with a, a solution to something. Wow, I like you're trying to try entice people back. All right, uh, we'll have an ad or two, and then uh, we'll be back with Cornelius and a quiz. Stand by. Hello, I'm Chris England, and I'm here to tell you about the Fun Factory podcast, available now on Great Big Owl. Each time, I will be reading a couple of chapters of my novel, The Fun Factory, a historical comedy about the history of comedy, so it will kind of be like a free audiobook, which you can listen to at the gym, or jogging, or at your desk while pretending to do your job, or on the train, without the embarrassment of people seeing you actually reading a book like some kind of SWAT. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cornelius! Cornelius! Hey, boy! Straight from the shower. 
wet hair and everything. Welcome back, Cornelius. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Hi, it was Hello. just me. Was I mean, just, I mean Tom. Me. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there wasn't anyone else here. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, nice to be back, is it? Yeah, how are you, Tom? You right? I'm really well, mate. Yeah, really good. How are you? Good. What have you been up to? Um, sort of wandering around, sending my kids to school. Um, I'm starting oh, yeah, up. that must be nice. I saw your photo. Have you yeah. talked about their photo, Tom's photo? Uh, no, we haven't, actually. Don't wanna, I don't want to show off about my little viral pic. It's no big deal, D- guys. Does it actually go viral? No, it got some likes. It's fine. Can I ask um, the price of the photo? Because the, the there's a lot of props in it. Tom and Beth. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, exactly. They are the prices of the photo. The Tom prices. They are, that's clever. So you want <laughs> you want a a budget for the photograph. Yes. Okay, so... Well, explain the photo first, and then, we, yeah, because I agree with that. All right, so a couple of years ago, Beth and I got very excited when our son went to school, and everyone on our social media was doing a picture of the obligatory... Uh, obligatory back to school photo which is a usually a kid very young standing on a doorstep and beth and i were so happy that our eldest son riddleby wilfred to give him his full name was going to school that we took a picture on our doorstep of me and beth drinking because that's yep. how we felt and that has since escalated and every year we've had to up the ante so in like the second year i bought one of those wacky um uh, helmets with beer holders in and with straws coming into our mouth and we had sure. and then this year well if you look at at price tom on twitter you can see what we did um there's a lot of wine there's a like dozen, a dozen bottles there's of a wine, dozen maybe? bottles of wine yeah dozen bottles of uh, nice pinot grigio actually dave you'd love a it dinner jacket that you're in uh the dinner jacket is last year mate that's 2019 dave he's 20, in his pants yeah 2020 i'm in my i'm in uh. the swimming trunks that i actually interesting story i was obliged to wear those trunks in order to swim at a resort in france Oh, oh, the pants yeah, you buy because they the don't let—they don't let you in with shorts. Yeah, I was apps, and you can imagine me, Dave. I love a rule, and I and I took that line down and went. I'd love to spend fifty euros on some. I, I mean, there's budgie smuggling, and then there's literally putting a budgie inside yourself. Like it was un—they're unbelievable. They're they're obscene. Those those swimming trunks. Um, so I'm wearing those in the picture with a uh, Hugo Boss dressing gown on. That's right, yeah. And then Beth, your wife, has a inflatable flamingo. She's got an inflatable flamingo. And then there is a, an archway of balloons, which I stole off our neighbour. So go on, give us a total budget. Uh, budget for the whole photo shoot, I would say... I know Beth bought the flamingo especially for it. The wine was already bought, so I'm not going to include that in the budget because that was just used from elsewhere in the house. It, it's coming at under, under £10, Cornelius, under £10. You're popping a bottle of Prosecco or something. Oh, tw- that's 12 quid. Thank you, mate. It's £22. Yeah. About £22, I'd say, <laughs> for the photograph. But worth it for the 23 likes. That, that means we're in profit <laughs> to the tune of one. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was it was a great moment. And that has been the highlight of my week, I would say. That's been just just great. And also, I've started reading War and Peace. How far through are you? Well, I'm reading it on my Kindle. Oh. Well, I mean, what I should do, we talked about the gym, what I should do, Dave, is read it, like, uh, in, bless you, is you. Uh, read the physical book, because then there's a little bit of weightlifting involved as well. And then you're doing, mm. you know what I mean? There's a little bit of resistance. Get those the Kindle, wrists. I imagine the, the Kindle percentage is going very slowly. That's what I was going to talk about. So yeah. I've currently, uh, oh, this is a good question. How many hours, you know, when you put your Kindle setting oh, on so you yes. can see hours, how many hours to read War and Peace? There you are. Uh, I've forgotten how much a normal book is. What's a normal book? like? Well, I fear if I tell you that, hours, it'll give it away. Seven or eight hours normally, so I'm going to say 50 hours. 
Cornelius, what, what do you think? To read War and Peace. Um, How many hours does it estimate? I have right? never read War and Peace. Okay. Uh, but is it a long book? Is that the idea? Yeah. yeah. Uh, tell you what, you'd be a good candidate for the Audible read. Um, uh, should we go for uh, 51 hours? Oh, clever, good skills. <laughs> you know how to play this game. And also, you've both done the thing which I hate when you play this game. Where We've gone too say, high, haven't we? Yeah, you've gone too high. So the, the end result, you go, oh, okay. It's, yeah. it's very disappointing when that happens. You won't believe how much that costs, and you go higher than it was, and you, everyone yeah. feels a bit down about themselves. Uh, 43 hours. Right, so but not that long. Not that long. <laughs> <laughs> but if I went back to the beginning of making this podcast, and instead of doing that, started reading War and Peace, I probably would have read it by now. <laughs> We've done over 70 hours of this podcast. Tom. Is that right? Oh, we've nearly doubled War and Peace. Is that right? Yeah. Sugar. Well, we did six. If, 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 well, no, actually, maybe that's not. So right, someone could was, listen to War I and was Peace. Working. We've definitely done uh, over seventy hours in terms of recorded, but by the time yeah. it's, the, the bullshit said it's done, it's probably about an hour and a so, half, isn't it? But roughly speaking, you could almost listen to War and Peace twice or Cabin Fever up to now. Basically, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I know where you get more value, mate. A lot more value. Absolutely. No, in, Cornelius in War and Peace, is there? No, absolutely not. So, you, the, yeah. It's I teased this ahead uh, before the adverts, Cornelius, and a very clever bit of broadcasting to keep people entertained. But um, we were talking about pub quizzes, and uh, I thought we could tell a story of when we won the pub quiz. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a... It's a bit of, oh, gosh. No. We've got, we've got to act on it soon, actually, because I, think, I worry that they're just going to say... What? Yeah, it's too late. It's been too late. So we won the pub quiz, Tom, mm. at a... A uh, very fancy hotel near our flat. Okay. By near our flat. You You're just... talking very near. Yeah, it's a, t- it's a two and a half minute door to door. And was it a socially distanced pub quiz with only two teams? Uh, no, no, no. It was a fully... Fun- it was socially distanced, but it was, it was... I think there was probably 15 teams, was there? Yeah, something oh, like right. that. And we, sold stor- out. we stormed it, mate. We no beat way. the next, next team by about nine points, didn't we? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, what, yeah, we did. What was your specific field of expertise? What was it that you feel like you know you re- that's where you really accelerated away from the competition? Do you know what? Just good general general pub quizzing knowledge. There was a whole round about the potato, which I think none of us were expecting to what do very that? well on. Yeah. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, what? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, there's potato. There's a potato in a kids' TV show. What was its name? There was like where's the oh Bodger was who, one of the who found the potato. All that mashed sort of potato. Stuff. Francis yeah. Francis yeah. Drake and all that sort of stuff. Oh. Uh, I can't remember why. I'm sure it was topical at the time. Anyway, the prize, Tom, mm. in this very swanky hotel was a room for two for one night in the hotel. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's the main prize. Yeah, first yeah. prize that we won. Me, Cornelius, and two other men. <laughs> right. So have the four of you slept together in that room yet? No. Well, this is no. the thing is we thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny to come up with a fun, creative way of us all using it somehow? And then we all forgot because right, we woke up the next morning and didn't have as much wine. Just moved um, on with your lives. I know. I mean, yeah. that is, what is it a nice, is it a nice room? Is it like the honeymoon suite? I, I, I very think much standard, it. but it's a nice hotel, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice hotel, and I think so. So we are still looking for creative ways to use it, and I, I do like I said to Cornelius just now. I feel like actually, if I, it's been about a month, hasn't it? So if I email them now, they're probably going to go. Nah, it's too late, mate. You've absolutely yeah. You've it. got to strike while the uh, iron, is, well, while the trouser press is hot. You've got to get mm. in there and make sure you get your room because if you get robbed, I'll be absolutely livid for you. Okay, well, so we've got to think of something imaginative to do with the room. Why? Well, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I Cornelius. just like we, we. There's an extra element to it. Where I would just like to use it with my girlfriend, who I haven't seen for months and months. 
No, it's I, a sound like no, a. It's a shame. I think it's a, it's a wasted waste of, of the room. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? It's a complete waste of room. Yeah. Because the thing you forget is that it's only me and Cornelius that live here. So if I get to use it, he not, he doesn't not only have a room to himself for the evening. He gets mm. a, a full three bedroom flat with outdoor terrace. Yeah, while, for the night. Yeah, while you're wanking off in a hotel room next door. I don't know. I feel that that's more upsetting for me, to be honest. Anyway, the only system we've all so far agreed on potentially is a, a shift system, based on the fact that based on the fact that check in the check in is at three p.m. and check outs at eleven a.m. Oh my god! So that gives us a uh, what was it? What is that? Twenty hours or t- something like that? And we split into four. Yeah, yeah twenty hours, four bursts of five hours. Um, and then we have to draw straws for who gets the. We're trying to work out what's the best shift. Who gets the graveyard shift? That's no. I think the best shift would be like a twelve until four a.m. because you sort of get in a bit pissed and then. Do you know what well, I mean? The shifts will end up being three nah. p.m. to eight p.m. Not great. Eight p.m. to one a.m. So an evening in a hotel. Mm. One a.m. to six a.m. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, I think that's the best one because you go out. Yeah. Till last orders, have a yeah. few drinks downstairs in the hotel bar. You've got to get up, up at, at one a.m. Dave, you've got to get up yeah. at six. Yeah, yeah, we have to get up at five thirty if you want to get there for shift four and arrive at six. Yeah. and have it till checkout at eleven a.m. Yeah, and you know what happens at those places when they check out at eleven a.m. It's ten a.m. It starts. Hello, yeah. excuse Is me, it? room service. Get lost. What? Sorry, I've still got what accent's that? Hello, Sorry. it was Welsh. Hello, excuse me, excuse me. Can I Is just it? come in, please? Yeah, it was Welsh. What? If you've seen Torture, you'll know Tom's Welsh accent isn't necessarily <laughs> as accurate as it might be. Cornelius, can I just, can we just, I didn't know that your girlfriend was here. She's arrived from Australia. Yeah. She uh, stepped off the boat last week. Right. Um, she's been given an exemption to leave. Right. So she's here for a little while. Okay. Well, uh, like already longer than, than we originally thought, right? Yeah. Okay. They've already since since she arrived within three days of her arriving, they uh, told her she her can't flight. come back in. She can't go back to Australia, so she's stuck no. over here now. Oh, well, no, a- it's 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 not that. It's the they've cancelled her flight back. Yeah, because they're limiting the numbers back into Australia. Yeah, right, right, okay. So I mean, the main thing that. for me is that Cornelius, you know, the whole time we've been doing this podcast has been this this undercurrent of the tension with your life setup and how there's this mm. kind of evolving. You know, romance, but also tragic washing machine situation. Yeah, but also like the emotional yeah, trauma. She didn't you- bring the washing machine. Oh, she didn't. Bring- <laughs> Pathetic. I mean, this is what I wanted to know. What were your first words when you saw her step off the boat? Did like because also Cornelius, you know, you maybe it's fair to say you don't have the most expressive vocal. Ability. I think. Like, what did you say? <laughs> I think it was something like, oh, you have to come round the barrier. Cause, <laughs> uh, at Heathrow Port. Um, uh, where, yeah, sort of where the arrivals is. Yeah. There's like a barrier in the way. Right. And have you, said, have you said I love you yet to her? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, ages ago, yeah. What, can I, what does it sound like when Cornelia says I love you? Can I, just... I don't know. Well, I want to know. You've got to say it now. I want to hear what oh, it's... I love you. Oh, yeah, that's nice. What do you think, Dave? Romantic? Yes, I think so. Yeah, Beautiful. I guess so. Um, hang on, sorry. Quick pause. Just got a fucking work email. Let's reply to. Sorry, one second. Oh, don't 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 edit around this, Steve. Keep this in. <laughs> uh, do, do you want to know who I'm emailing? It's quite a fun fact. This. Yeah, go on. Uh, hi, mate. Sorry, in the middle of a recording. Is it? Is it Steve? No, it's not actually. It's the former Leeds United striker, oh, Jermaine Beckford. Beckford isn't it? Jermaine yeah. Beckford. <laughs> yeah. What? Why is he? Um, I'm just about to start a new podcast with uh, Jermaine Beckford. Oh wow. Um, okay. All right. 
That's fine. You start a new podcast, David. <laughs> no, I'm not on it. Don't worry. Oh, right, I'm, just, I'm just making it. That's fine. Anyway, um, I'm on it. Doing yeah. the bill thing again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this leads me to the fact that we've only got about eight minutes left. Have you prepared something for this week's television? So not really, because no, I, again, last minute. Show. But um, Dave suggested. Uh, well, I suggested the thing that Cornelius has been watching, watching for the last three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Every night. So it's just one show. Yeah, he's been watching this. Just he just goes back just and watches a, an, an, an hour every night before bed. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's the uh, the BBC's coverage of the EU referendum results. Are you joking? No. no, it's on. It's all on YouTube in full. Why? Why would you? The David Dimbleby thing. Why would you want to watch? David Dimbleby. David Dimbleby. David Dimbleby. Why would you want to watch that? I like. I remember very early on that night when Alistair Campbell went. Something's very wrong here. Have you watched that bit? That felt quite dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, well, the reason I sort of just fell into watching it because it came up on my YouTube, um, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to watch the exit poll coming because it'll be really weird to see how they all react." Yeah, uh, to see a if it was correct because all the polls were wrong around the referendum, mm. and then um, so I started the show and it did like that three minute countdown until polls closed, and then, <laughs> and then it went and the polls are closed. We don't have an exit poll because there's not been a referendum like this before. Oh, so they don't so, know how to do it. So there wasn't an exit poll at all. There was a YouGov poll that came out about a few minutes later, but basically they ignored it. And then I can't remember who the first guest was, but it was quite interesting. It was just a really well put together show. So I was um, watching it. It was just really interesting watching sort of, because obviously like you can tell everyone's like, it's all going fine. You know, the pound is flying yeah. as soon as the polls close. The pound mm. is absolutely flying. Everyone thinks it's a remain. And then just over the night, you slowly see everyone's sort of faces drop and uh, people sort of start to change their mood and attitude. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So for certainly for me, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what, and Nigel Farage concedes early on. It's Amazing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I remember that. He yeah. conceded. And doesn't yeah. he say famously, if it's close, then this is far from over? Yeah, he said it was something to do with so two million voters registered beyond the deadline. They extended the deadline. Mm. And he says that seems to maybe have swayed it. He says, I'm not conceding yet, but, you know, and then all that. Go on, carry on. Do the, yeah. do the I'm not conceding yet. But um, two million voters uh, uh, have uh, uh, after the registration, and uh, so something like that. It must be a good impression because it's it's actually making my bumhole go five p ten p. So that is, <laughs> um, and then so yeah, that's really good. And then over the night, obviously it's the BBC. So you've got that brilliant thing where they can't call anything yeah. too early yeah. at all. So they're interviewing Brexiteers. There's this great one, with a great interview with uh, John Mann, the Labour MP, former now, um, who is a Liverpool MP. Yeah. And he's going, I don't know why you're not calling it a win yet for Brexit. Oh, <laughs> and he's just calling them out going, why aren't you talking about it? And it's just a really nice bit. <laughs> bit. It's very funny. So yeah, and oh. I, I pretty much I haven't even finished it yet. What time is it? What would you the mean? Night? What where are you up to? In the uh, so I'm definitely like I'm approaching six a.m. So, uh, six a.m. So um, no, I'm way past six a.m. The BBC have called it now. Oh, yeah. um, what was the result? Uh, <laughs> Brexit won fifty-eight forty-two by four points. Um, fifty-eight forty-two. Yeah. 
No, that's not Do, right. That's not no. quite it. It's fifty-two forty-eight. They'd have you believe it was about sixty-eight uh, thirty-two, but yeah, okay. <laughs> and quick math there, love. Sixty-eight. So basically, yeah. I've seen everything, and it did start to get boring near the end. Uh, except David Cameron speak afterwards. So Koonsberg has left the studio and gone down to Downing Street, but yeah. I haven't been able to watch it. And uh, since my girlfriend's here, she won't watch it. So it's weird, that, isn't it? She's an important part of uh, British cultural history. You know, the moment well, we she's stopped. Australian. And that's what I'm saying. So you know, she can research just you know this this huge moment. It's like you know, she needs to watch the end. It's the last bit of, of Britain, isn't it? She's got to watch it. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's really interesting, and uh, it's so funny how they someone just sort of halfway through just goes, "Hmm, I wonder how this will affect Northern Ireland," and like it's just all, all sort of things like that. And like, there's people going, "We have officially left the EU," and then David Dibbleby will going, "Well, not quite yet. It'll take two years." And I'm like, <coughs> "No." It won't. And the rest, and the rest. And then Corbyn came out, didn't he, and said, "Well, let's activate Article 50 today." That was a good. And then um, uh, Cameron did that thing where he made a speech and then he sang a little tune to himself as he walked off. Do you remember that? Did I, d- did he resign straight away? Yeah, the morning of, I think. Yeah, yeah. I thought he resigned like a week later. No. He just resigned straight away. I think it was... Oh, pr- God, oh, I've was- really got to watch the end of that yeah, thing because that's going to be a nice twist, bit isn't it? Bit of a spoiler there, a bit of a spoiler. Um, yeah, it was. there was some incredible moments. And, you know, for all that, it, it's a complete travesty, the results of that uh, referendum. It's good fun to be alive during interesting times, isn't it? Which I think is a, mm. a, a mashup of a better phrase. But, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's certainly Darren Grimes was on the show as well, Ugh. as sort of a voice of the young. And um, mm. it was really weird because he was a lot sort of calmer and tamer then. He was just like, uh. a good Brexit voting boy. Oh wait, has he sat? I haven't listened to it for ages. Yeah, he. But I think I think that was before he realised that if the more extreme and outspoken he got, the more followers he would get. It's before he fell into the Alex Jones not off of the one show trap and became absolutely deranged. Also worth pointing out with um, Darren Grimes. You know, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> what name know? is Cornelius thinking of right now? <laughs> you know what he did uh, in at university, Darren Grimes. He was a uh, Lib Dem, massive Lib Dem. Yeah, that's, that's that, his that degree. Happens. He did. He studied Lib Demery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got. He got a two-one. Yeah. Liberal um, democracy. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, um, oh, well, there you go. Well, look, uh, got to end now. But that was that was a nice little insight. Look back into a bleak time in four years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to watch next? CCTV of car crashes. What's what's next? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. It will have to be something that Rach wants to watch as well now. Yeah. At the moment, we've been watching old Come Dine, Come Dine with me, okay. but that's on well, Netflix. Now, it, so I feel like I can't review that because yeah, everyone's going to be watching that. Yeah. I would have said Come Dines with me instead of Come Dine with Me's. I'd have gone <laughs> Come Dines, Come Dines with me. Yeah, classic though, classic TV, classic TV. We'll find something new, eh? Um, yeah. All right, very good. Well, you know, strong. Thanks, thanks, Cornelius. And I'm so, very, very sorry to hear that the the is it what is it that's not arrived? The fridge or the washing machine? What is it you're waiting The for? Washing, washing machine. Washing. We don't have a fridge. Um, also, Amazon was supposed to deliver a bike phone holder for me today. Oh, my God. Did we tell my bike story? Oh, it's too late, isn't no, it? No, it's not. Go on. Wrap it. Do it quick. You've got 30 do seconds. Don't go. You? Okay. So the other day I was cycling home. Oh, no, no, no. Not that one. That's too long. No, we'll do that next time. <laughs> okay. Honestly, this is a five-minute story. I've heard this so many times. 
It's so good. Um, but yeah, it's a good story, actually. We'll tease that. I think come on next time and do it. Yeah, Dave nixing the story yeah, yeah, is possibly sorry. funnier than the story. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I've got this bike. No! It's a good story. Like, it's a good story. Like, I will say that. Next time Cornelius is on, All right. maybe we'll bring him back next week or the week after. Come yeah, back yeah, next yeah. week. If you want to hear yeah, Cornelius' bike story, give us a tweet and then we'll know to definitely get him back for the bike story. Um, all right then, fine. Thanks everyone. Bye. Thanks well, Tom, bye bye. Bye, that's enough, bye. Cabin FE 83709 Oh, 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 Cabin FE 83709 Oh, 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 Cabin FE 83709 Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Bye now. You shouldn't. Great big owl. Talked over the sting in the end. 